This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode contains adult language, drinking, fighting, gunfire, loud noises, intense action sequences, police sirens, sexual harassment, adult subjects, discussion though not depiction of sex work, and brief prison scenes. Previously on Arden. It's your show, Casely. But, uh, I don't want it anymore. I just don't want it anymore. No, no one knows where Brenda is. Where are you? I'm outside. Yeah, but where? Finally, a missing link. The mighty skunk ape. Crabs go on land, Bea. Free your mind. Now, ho, 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 the phone! Arden is brought to you by Wayface Industries. The good people. And me. I knew she'd be trouble the moment she walked into that bar. Officer Bentley? I'm Bea Casely from the Wave Eureka. I know who you are, Casely. You like yelling at crime scenes. The truth will not be quiet. You're wearing your The Wave press badge, so official. You're wearing your uniform. Yeah, and don't I look damn good in it? It suits you. I mean, it fits. Obviously, because it's your uniform. So it should fit your body. I've got my recorder here. Shall we get started? What brings you all the way out here from Boston? How did you know? You have a Red Sox charm on your cell phone. Oh. Back to the case. Did you look into... I know where I know you from. I've seen you and your girlfriend at Tally Ho Bar and Cabaret. Don't do that. What? Try to get me to go easy on the department because we happen to both hang out at the Tally Ho Bar. You're not going to distract me. Let's stick to the case. And Hattie is not my girlfriend. Wrong again, detective. But you two are so cute. Do you wish she was? No. She's not my type. Oh, I see. You prefer a woman in uniform. I'm flattered. I did not say that. So if you and Hattie aren't together, that means she's single? Let's get back to the case. And with the capsums nosing about... No! No! It's not even the capsums. They sent lackeys... To their own daughter's search party. You cannot trust rich people. I've always said that. 
You make it sound like a conspiracy. Yes, it's totally an elaborate conspiracy, like in the movies. Like, like in that movie Julie did, where the sky was gone. Trust no one! You know too much about Julie. Exactly. I know too much. Casely, you can't. You can't make me a joke. Tell me why I shouldn't. Either you seriously think aliens kidnapped Julie, in which case you shouldn't be on this case, or you've been bullshitting me, feeding me stuff I can't use, steering me off topic, or, or flirting. Which is it, Bentley? Are you a lunatic, or did you just want to get me drunk? Whoa, that's not what I'm t- It's insulting. I am a real reporter. I have integrity and credentials, or I will have credentials once I crack this case. Two minutes ago, you were laughing. I thought we were having a nice, friendly time. I agreed to meet with you because I care about the case, okay? Then why are you protecting them? Protecting who? The police! They're fucking this up, and you saw firsthand. You should go on record about how they were the ones who blundered this case. If you think a few drinks and some fast-talking will make me turn against the people I've been serving alongside... Okay, listen. I can protect you, okay? Keep you anonymous. But people need to know what's really going on. Protect me from my friends and co-workers? You're going to flash your little The Wave badge around like you're some kind of big shot? Who do you even think you are? You think you're going to solve this in the court of public opinion? Newsflash, it's not a real court. Oh, real mature. Oh, don't act like the press hasn't fucked this case up from day one. From as soon as you barged into an active crime scene like you were owed an answer. Yes, please, right now with the cherry on top. No one owes you an answer, Casely. So it's been a while. I like to think absence has made the heart grow fonder. Right now, the question you're asking is, what has Brenda Bentley been doing for the past 12 months? Were there shenanigans? Misadventures? Romance? Was I on a spiritual journey? Or have I just been outside? The answer is yes. My travels eventually brought me to Egypt, where I stayed with some of my dad's relatives, the Ben Saeeds. I went to museums, saw the sights, ate molchea, but trouble always finds me this time by the Pyramids of Saqqara. You failed, Detective Ben Said. The ancient tablet will be mine. Soon, I will have the powers of Teti, and you and your hot librarian friend will rot forever in the desert. (laughs) You caddish fiend, you fiendish cad. There's no word in the English language foul enough for you. Or in Coptic, Demotic, Old Egyptian, Middle Egyptian. You flatter me, my dear. Join me and rule by my side once we have the powers. The information on those tablets isn't even supernatural, you racist dolt. They're about ancient farming practices. Why does everyone think, oh, it's in a pyramid, it must be magic. For the love of... It just steams my body. Well, I say they're magic and we'll see right. But it won't matter even if you're right, because you'll be dead! <laughs> but you've forgotten one thing, Dr. Zodocus. Hotpot, I say. I never forget anything. Well, 
You did this time! I scored in the 99th percentile on every memory test I took as a child! Good for you! You forgot to take away my Wayface brand window cleaner! I thought that was recalled because it melted windows! That's not all it melts. Who? I mean, Bisma Ben Saeed dares everything. Remember some cool lady I know who's definitely not running away from her problems? Forget I said anything. I'm just gonna hit him. By Joe, you knocked him out with one blow. Ah, the police. To think it all would have been avoided, save for the chance encounter on the Nile. See, I was running an unrelated errand for my Aunt Jamelia, and then pow! The missing jewels, and blam! The century-old conspiracy. I just needed to pretend to be an American tourist who didn't speak fluent Arabic, and they completely discounted me. Ha! Sharmuta. Do you know what that means? Yeah, my pronunciation's a little rusty. Well, I suppose that's it. And, you know, you were there. You have an odd habit of summarizing our current situation. Is that an American quirk? Yes. And unrelated to my mysterious past, I would appreciate it if you would give Arden Detective Agency a positive review on Welp. You'll get a 10% discount on all of our services. But will I ever see you again? Perhaps tonight at dinner? Why would you be having dinner at my Auntie Jamelia's house? I was asking you out. Oh, wow. Great. Let's do that. Did you say Arden Detective Agency? Didn't they do that radio play about the rich girl who didn't really die and then they ruined her life? Arden is actually a very common detective agency name in America. Phew. Well, I have no reason not to believe you unconditionally, Bisma. You know, Rachel, I think I'll actually have to rain check on that date. Sure, Rachel was a saucy librarian who knew more about Coptic farming practices than... I don't have an endgame for that particular comparison, but the open road was calling. You know, airline travel is bad. Am I the only one brave enough to say it? I was supposed to be in Maine learning new modern meditations. However, possibly because a gnat farted over the Atlantic, my plane was grounded indefinitely. I decided to relax with some non-podcast entertainment in an airport bar and waited for the next step to find me. <laughs> and it did. I want you to think about responsibility. It's our duty to help our neighbor. But what is a neighbor when compared to a whole neighborhood? We must put aside our feelings of personal responsibility when considering the systems we've created. What do we owe these systems? No, what do they owe us? Democracy, Brenda? education, capitalism. What These Western values we hold to the beast, the highest... Vanessa Duke? Is that you? Brenda Bentley, it's been an age. Get over here, you tall drink of kombucha. Well, you look... Different. I was gonna say. I really dig the kind of hippie-ish, kind of profesh vibe you got. Very relaxed business lady who can have it all. Glad to hear you approve. 
Man, it's been forever since the retreat. You look great. Thanks. Sorry I never called. Oh, uh, we both know how it was going to work. A classic meditation retreat fling. We found ourselves, we found each other. Which is a long road to say, how have you been? <laughs> oh, solved a decade-long missing persons case. Had to flee the spotlight for a bit. Sure, as one does. So, tell me about yourself. What have you been up to? Oh, you're the detective. Buy a girl a drink and see what you can guess. Well, well, well. Let's have a look at you. Your nose has those glasses indents. Your hair extensions are new. They look great. So you got them for your trip, but you're not going anywhere in particular, so you got them because you're not at home. Home being Vienna College. Holy hell, you level up to Sherlock Holmes. Unfortunately, I lost my violin in the in-flight luggage. I spotted your library book. Uh, Vienna College right on there. Oh shit, this is due, like, two months ago. You're teaching there now? President, actually. Holy shit, congrats. Well, you may want to hold those congrats. Bartender, a champagne cocktail with amaretto and mezcal, one portion of each with a lemon twist. So, Brenda, you got time for a long, sad story? Be my guest. My flight got delayed, and I've got nothing but this two-buck Chuck aspirational nihilism on tape to listen to. You hear this guy, Professor Gabriel Hayes? Immoral measure. Ugh. Did you find that in the Hudson News bargain bin? Hayes is a pain in the ass. Yeah, I know him. He's my dean of students. You're kidding. Is this part of your sad story? Oh boy, is it. Vienna College, a small northeastern liberal arts school founded in the 1700s by a bunch of very old men with very long beards and a surprising fixation on choir. I've been president for a few years now. It's a good gig. I let myself get too comfortable. Define comfortable. Comfortable letting things slide. The students are a good bunch, the, the parents less so, a lot of legacies. They miss the strict, unforgiving school that they went to. I got rid of curfews and drug tests. Surprise, surprise, the grades got better, but people are starting to think we're a party school. No one wants to pay our tuition for a party school. Our diplomas mean something. Okay, I'll bite. What's a diploma? <laughs> Stop. At our last annual meeting, the board really let me have it. They gave me a choice. Start making examples of students until we get a nice, cozy atmosphere of fear, or resign. I would take the blame for our moral decline. And guess who would get my job? The pain in the ass? The pain in my ass. That son of a bitch haze. I took choice C, a sabbatical. I lick my wounds, and I look for a way to weasel out of this like the coward I am. Hey, do you remember cocktail night at the retreat? Yeah, the mindful mimosas. The guided slinky meditations? Those monks were frauds. Is that what you're trying to say? I'm a fraud? Of course not. I'm trying to say, when you gave me... Maybe I owe you one. I don't know if a detective can help me, but they found the kid that they're going to expel to teach me a lesson. If you could clear his name, maybe you could clear mine? 
I am good at solving problems or changing them. So let's go change your problem. Can you pick a station? I once drove cross country with the scan button on. It's my preferred method of listening. Pick a station. Did you know casinos pump in excessive amounts of oxygen? Now at first I thought, isn't there already oxygen everywhere? Raise oxygen levels in the air make people high. But then a thought struck me. What if there was no oxygen? If casinos already pump oxygen in, why could you put a casino under the ocean? For so many reasons. First of all, the pumping oxygen thing is a myth. Care to wager on it? Yes. Would you give me money just for knowing basic science? Probably. If you two are the betting sort, come to the grand opening of the Andy Wayface Memorial Underwater Casino. I am not dead, but I am so confident in this underwater casino that I have declared it my ultimate legacy. It has cocktail shrimp right from the source, starfish shuffleboard, a wheel we throw knives at, no net. Isn't it incredible that under the ocean there are no laws? That is extremely not true. Who is approving this? I've been emailing my lawyer, Malcolm Polio, and if he doesn't call me crying, it means we're legally in order. Okay, wow. Malcolm quit months ago, remember? The job was so stressful he was diagnosed with the first earthbound case of space madness. He moved to a baby goat farm to recover. Oh dear, he always seems so stoic. Oh dear, I've put a lot of money into this casino. I, uh, I need to make some calls, finish the ad. Okay, the Andy Wayface Memorial Underwater Casino. Yay! It um, promises to... Well, okay, we can't actually say any of this. I'll just read the safe words. Okay, wheel. Craps, but with craps. Uh, cards. Family. Fun. We lost a Wayface brand dog, and he's stolen a submarine. Uh, Dice. Why did I tell Bia I'd cover for her while she and Lorena hosted a 1920 silent comedian costume party where no one's allowed to talk? Are, are you still recording this? Why? Why are you still recording this? No, it doesn't mean to continue to record. So tell me about the case. All right. There's a grad student named Charlie Russell. Bright kid. <laughs> He's also poor as heck, even with scholarship money. And Vienna College... Yeah, well, we can't provide our services for free. So what is it? He's dealing? Sex work. I'm not sure if the board hates sex or poor people more, but... He lawyer up? He's got the college advocate, but she is as obnoxiously ethics-obsessed as our interim dean. Charlie needs someone who will fight dirty and get him off. Okay, let me rephrase that. Charlie needs someone in his corner who won't play by the rules, and that can't be me. Why not? This is happening because of me. If they know I'm helping him, I'm a fuck up. You were put in a rough spot you weren't ready to handle, but you came back. You're fixing it. That little nagging voice saying you could do more, that's there because you actually give a damn about what happens to other people. You're not a fuck up until you stop caring. 
Thank you. My place is just up here. Oh, damn. You live in a house house? Mm, Perks of rural living. Plenty of rooms if you wanted to crash here. Unless you want to start your investigation at the Motel 6. Really? You think I'll learn anything there? Nothing you can't learn here. Well then, Madame President, I suppose it's pretty late, isn't it? I suppose it is. How observant. You're a very good detective. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm going to skip ahead a bit, if you don't mind. Next morning, I found the kid, Charlie, along with his legal counsel at a coffee shop just off campus. He looked like someone getting a master's in engineering. All limbs and wearing a ratty Battlestar t-shirt under flannel. Beside him sat his legal counsel, a woman, a bit older, dressed in a very modest pantsuit, and giving off big hummingbird energy, you know? Neither looked fit to tangle with bureaucratic corruption. Hey there, kiddo. I'm here to solve your problems. You a cop? You look like a cop. Rude, but impressively spotted. Police harassment of my client? I can't believe the college would stoop to this. Dean Hayes will get an earful about this. Former cop. I'm a private detective. Emphasis on private. And a friend sent me. Oh, a friend. (laughs) Well, that just clears everything up. Not weird at all. Fuck off. Language, Charlie. A president friend. Or a duke friend? Okay, then don't fuck off. Charlie! Wait, President Duke sent you? Well, of course. Exactly the kind of lackadaisical approach she would take, rather than come in and solve this mess herself. Wait, I know you. I follow you on Instagram. The skunk ape post was a joke. What does any of this have to do with Instagram? Instagram. Okay, yeah. I'm the skunk ape's best friend. The detective who fucked up Arden. Shit. Sorry. You don't like swearing. I keep assuming it'll get bleeped out. I'm Brenda Bentley. I have... not heard of you. That makes things easier. She's actually a great detective. If a bit eccentric. Oh, how fun. In eccentric. Well, we don't need a knight in shining armor. This school has processes. And they work. We just have to trust in the results. You're not going to beat the school with their own system. You got to go around them. To where? Charlie's facing expulsion, yes. But if the police get involved, he could face jail time. With what evidence? I'm actually asking, with what evidence? When I was admitted to the graduate program, I signed a morality clause, which is oppressive, unfair, rights-violating bullshit. You weaken your argument with profanity. See, Isabel here, my brilliant, selfless, pro bono legal counsel, who is helping me even though she blushes if I use any colloquial term for fornication. See, blushing. Even she thinks the morality clause is a fracking joke. (laughs) The wording of the morality clause is too vague to enforce without it being entirely up to the discretion of the college president. Charlie was singled out, but this could quickly result in calling any student who makes a mistake. So why you, Charlie? 
Exactly. Why? Because I have sex with people who find me through a website? Isn't everyone doing that, but for free? <laughs> like suckers? The board also has that indecent picture. That too. One of my pictures online, behind a paywall, I'm not an idiot, is a picture I took in the campus locker room where you can see the school crest on the tiles. The college argues Charlie dragged the school's reputation into his sordid dealings. And they know it's you. Don't you know how to crop your face out of nudes? No. When I take nudes, I develop my photo film in silver because I was born in 1820. Could we all stop saying nudes in a public coffee shop? If Charlie's face isn't in the picture, we can go for a mistaken identity approach. I'm sure we can find a guy who looks like you with his head cut off. I'm not the only working student on campus. I wouldn't want to throw someone else under the bus. Plus, I already all but admitted it when I told Dean Hayes that if the school doesn't like how I earned my tuition, they should give it back. The money's gone. You took 90% of your classes. I didn't pay for the classes. I paid for a fancy piece of paper and a title. That was the deal. I get a diploma, Vienna gets a criminal amount of money out of me, and we go our separate ways. I held up my end of the bargain. They're the ones screwing me on this. If the school is arguing optics, I bet I can dig up something way more embarrassing. Don't provoke Dean Hayes. He is... difficult. What a coincidence. I'm difficult. And what? Where are you going? Who are you and why did you dramatically burst into my office, ma'am? 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 You rude little... I'm here to chat mano a dinero. Hand to money? I speak decent Arabic. Isn't that enough, dude? Dude? I'm acting Dean Gabriel Hayes. Author. Inspirational speaker. Sous chef. Not just regular old chef. We all have our place. I'm here on behalf of Charlie Russell. I have nothing to say on the matter. It is unfortunate to see any student, especially such a promising one, leave the program, but the code of conduct is quite clear. We have rules and laws for a reason, usually a good one. In my book, A Moral Measure... Uh, I listened to that one. Oh, I love meeting fans. So you understand. We owe nothing to those who break the contract. It's what keeps the wolf from the door. Oh, the wolf's shit. Whoever does your howling sound effect cheaped out. Well, that was me. The howls were for dramatic effect. Look, the kid's just trying to earn a little money to learn. Is that a crime? Yes. Come on! You can't be this rigid. I know you gotta sell books, but real life isn't black or white. And is it really a huge deal if adults are having conceptual hanky-panky? This isn't an appropriate topic of, uh... Forgive us, Dean Hayes. This woman does not represent Mr. Russell. Isabel! I am shocked you would associate with someone so aggressive. I expected better from you. I'm sorry. It was unprofessional. Don't apologize. Sometimes you gotta ruffle some feathers to get justice. I won't be taking professional advice from a woman wearing a t-shirt that reads bad hair, don't care. At least this t-shirt is honest. I, I, what are you hiding? I've had quite enough of this. Get out of she my- She makes a good point. The board doesn't seem interested in the facts, only washing their hands of this as quietly as possible. What are they hiding? The boy committed a crime. I'm being generous not turning him over to the police. Allegedly he committed a crime. And his freedom does not depend on your personal whims. That's not justice. This wasn't a scandal until you decided to blow it into one. If you were in my position, you would have expelled him already. Without a hearing. 
I would gladly switch positions with you. I would use my new position, one of utter dominance over you, with much more tenderness. Yet my position offers less flexibility than you might expect. I must be firm with all who might reside under me. Okay, everybody. No need to get all hot. You keep changing the rules. We both know President Duke would have let this go with a slap on the wrist, but you won't be satisfied until you slap on the handcuffs. If anyone is playing dirty, it's you. Coming into my office all... All... All what? Emotional. Just like a woman. You make passionate pleas to manipulate me. To get into my head and convince me what's wrong is right. It's a distraction. Argue the facts. The fact is you've made yourself the law now, so I guess I've got to appeal to you. Do you want me prostrate on the floor, begging for your mercy? We both know you just do what you're going to do anyway. Is this how straight people argue? It's very uncomfortable. This student body needs a firm hand. President Duke never understood that, and the campus descended into depravity. It makes me sick. Right now, out there, this once-pure institution is descending into depravity, and you offer only a mild tongue-lashing. A moral man would show some compassion, show some sign that a heart beats under that sweater vest. You think I'm a bad man. Go on, Isabel. Call me a bad man. You are absolutely wicked. But your client, the criminal, isn't? He's a good person who was in a tight spot. I'd give anything to see how you'd handle yourself in a tight spot. I wouldn't degrade myself. I'm surprised to hear you suggest you would. You talk about compromises. Do you have an actual dollar amount where you'd- Okay, corners, both of you. God, heterosexuals. It was a hypothetical, and your reaction proves my point. You admit it's disgraceful, but you defend the same behavior from your client. You're a hypocrite. And you look like you enjoyed slapping me. So let's add violent inclinations to the list. You provoked me. I did. Yes. We'll wave this one off as a heat of the moment. I do love our debates. I can't believe I... It's nothing. Maybe a drink would calm your nerves. I don't drink. Well, yes. Neither do I. Another hypothetical? You are exhausting, Gabriel. A pleasure as always, Isabel. What the shit was that? Oh, you're still here. That seemed wildly inappropriate for a workplace environment. If anyone was being inappropriate, it was her. You saw her, getting in my face, flushed with excitement, unable to tear herself away. I suppose I can see how our debates might seem excessively passionate, but that's because we both have such strong convictions. You didn't seem interested in her convictions, Mr. Morality Clause. If I crossed the line, she pushed me. Who's to say which is worse? Crossing the line is worse. Our whole legal system is built on that. Look, our professional dynamic might seem combative to an outsider, but our discussions are all in good fun. Playful almost. Practically flirting. People don't look angry when they're flirting. They don't storm off. Come now. Haven't you ever met a woman who got your blood pumping? Who you suspected right underneath her prim and proper exterior was- If I was... did, I'd leave her alone because what you're describing- it's delusional. It's pathetic. It's one thing to pull a girl's pigtails. It's another thing to tell yourself she likes it. That's not fun, dude. I cannot wait to find so much dirt on you. Grow up, miss. Uh, actually, I have no idea who you are. And I don't really care. Get out. Before you let the wolf in the door. A wolf! Your book? 
is a piece of sh- I went to find Isabel. I know what you're thinking too. Was I thinking about some arguments I had with someone in my own life? <laughs> nope, not even a little bit. I found Isabel a few minutes later, calming herself down with an iced tea. He makes me so angry. You know, working with students, we've gone head to head before. He's smart. I thought we shared values, that we both wanted what was best. Oh, it's so frustrating arguing with him. Have you ever had someone you can't stop arguing with? And he enjoys it. Oh, I would slap him so hard he'd scream and scream for Mama to make it better. Okay, now I thought about those arguments. Sadly, I think I get it. I wish you were dead. I don't even think I'll be meeting him for lunch tomorrow. What more can I say? I return to my client hat in hand. Grilled cheese? I was just making lunch. (laughs) Guess you're never too old to want one. Too old? If the afterlife exists, it's got a brie and apple grilled cheese drizzled in caramel waiting for me. But if the afterlife doesn't exist, we've got to enjoy what we've got while we're here. I can tell from the look on your face you've met Gabriel and Isabel. Yeah, in their natural habitat. You said he was by the book, not a creep. Yeah, by the book creep. One who keeps his lechery to the letter of the law. If he has skeletons in his closet, I haven't found them. You got any instincts? Any detective senses tingling? Other than there might be an angle there, not yet. They seem to have pretty cut and dry evidence against the kid. Shame. Condemned by his desperation to secure his future. Aren't we all? Gee, I hope that's not your graduation speech. (laughs) Oh, God, no. I do wonder who we're churning out sometimes. Doctors who help prop up a corrupt healthcare system. Lawyers who make too much money arguing for the wrong people. Aspiring artists, and we all know how that story ends. There's not really a lot we can do for these kids. Besides take their money. (laughs) Right. Money. It's always about money. Are you going back? Uh, To Los Angeles. I mean, to Arden? (sighs) Honestly, I don't know why I'd go back. Are we supposed to find Julie Capsum again? I know exactly where she is. Or maybe I should go back. We can fuck up someone else's life, then run away again. It's what I'm good at. Face it, I'm a joke. You are not a joke. You're a very smart woman who is very, very... No, hold the phone. What, you didn't hear that at every goddamn comedy show this summer? It's my catchphrase, apparently, right before I say something real stupid. Thanks for the sandwich. Sorry I haven't found a way to help you or Charlie yet. It was an afternoon of dead ends. Vanessa was right. Whatever secrets Gabriel Hayes was hiding were hidden more cleverly than a skunk ape's den. I eventually found myself in the college gym working off some frustration, which is where I heard her. And yes, I am excited to confirm we are indeed working on season two. And what's it going to be about? It's a mystery! Ooh! Let's talk about the other big mystery. Is Brenda Bentley coming back? I... Ultimately, it's her choice whether or not she's coming back. And whatever decision she makes, I stand behind her. What would you say to her if she were listening? Oh, yeah, Casely. What would you I say? I hope she's not listening to me blather on the radio. <laughs> I hope she's doing great. 
I hope she's solving crimes and traveling the world. And I hope she's happy. I hope you're happy, Brenda. That's all. Surely you have some idea where Brenda is. Brenda's doing whatever it is she needs to do. Simple as that. So about the skunk ape. Ma'am, are you a student here? Gotta go! Again, I know what you're thinking. But time didn't stop. The secrets of the universe didn't unfold. And yet sometimes, just hearing a particular voice. Anyway, I remembered something important that day. Something I had left somewhere along the way. Brenda Bentley had a job to do. And when Brenda Bentley has a job to do, look out for anything that gets in her way. I suppose the good thing about a power-mad creep is they don't come out of nowhere. No, that's actually the worst thing about them. But it means other people must have dirt on Gabriel Hayes. So I went undercover to a grad school networking event. I spent an uneventful hour there enjoying mini quiches and asking people about their majors before someone offered me an invite to a real party off campus. I did a keg stand to earn the respect of the youths and things picked up. The new dean? Oh, boring as fuck. Can't wait for President Duke to come back. Morality clause? I didn't even fucking read that thing. You're in law school, Cindy? But morality is subjective, so it's unenforceable. Aren't all laws subjective? Oh my god, you're right. What am I doing with my life? You know the real reason Charlie's in trouble, right? Because he was boning a member of the board whose husband, uh, bad luck for Charlie, is also on the board. Bad luck for Charlie. I think we're out of beer. Don't worry, I brought Wayface to hydrated drinks for adults! That was my cue to get out of there. Besides, I had an idea. A very dangerous, dumb idea. Which means it was exactly the kind of idea that sounded good after a party. Isabel! Open up! I have a plan! What are you doing here? I was about to go to bed. It's past 9 p.m. I've done some digging and I have evidence exonerating Charlie. Do you have Dean Hayes' number? Reliable evidence? Fantastic! I know Dean Hayes will absolutely let Charlie off. Great! Hey! I need you. Kissy face emoji. And I attach the location of a motel. What the H-E double hockey sticks are you doing? Luring Gabriel out of his office so I can break in and find out what he's covering up. I already have most of it. I just need the smoking gun. And once I have it, boom! Busted! Don't give me that irritated look either. You don't want Casey suing you for stealing it. It feels repetitive to keep saying what when you speak, but for the record, what? I promise, I know what I'm doing. Send pics. See, he can obviously tell you're an imposter and is calling your bluff. Oh, you're so sweet. You first. Oral emoji horny on main. This is silly. He's one of the sharpest minds I've ever come across. <laughs> if he's so smart, why doesn't he know how to light a dick pic? I was able to break into the administrative building due to my cunning advanced skill set and a school mascot uniform I rented, Freddy the Flying Squirrel. So obviously there's a lot of reading and hacking and waving a flashlight around, but that's not very interesting to hear about. The gist is, 
I followed the money. I found proof that many board members have been using this particular service to sleep with students, like to the point that it was basically school sanctioned. This is a rich asshole cover-up, and that's a Brenda Bentley special. I knew it. Why are you wearing a fursuit? Why are you wearing corruption? I found the paper trail, bucko, and I happen to know some reporters who'd be very interested in airing this on a national platform, so you- Oh, well, then I guess you'll have to die. Is that a gun? And that's when things went to hell. I leapt clear over the desk, knocked the gun out of his hand with a roundhouse kick. Hey, my God! And things escalated from there. Suffice to say, I found it necessary to make a quick exit via the window, gliding on Freddy the Flying Squirrel's wings to safety. It was the first floor, but a tall first floor. Then I started to run to my car. I just needed to get somewhere safe where I could call my trusty assistant, Rosalind, and the story would be out. As I reached my car, headlights appeared behind me. It was Gabriel. He was driving after me. I had no choice. I hopped into my T-Bird convertible and gunned it. I've never sped like that in my life. I might be the only person to ever want to get pulled over by the police so I could get some backup. No luck. I was on my own. Gabriel leaned out the side of his car, pointed his gun at me, and shot out my back tire. I swerved and he crashed into me. He was disoriented long enough for me to kick the gun away and grab him. Hey, my gun! I held that son of a bitch by the collar and looked him dead in his beady little eyes and spit out, It's over, dirtbag. I had him. I won. And that's when the cops finally decided to show up and uh, (laughs) it turns out, It's okay, I used to be a cop is not as helpful as you'd think when it looks like you're in the middle of a felony assault. Worst part of being in the back of a cop car, though. The officer was a big talk radio fan. We know things have been rough. You thought things would be different this time, and so did we. You believed in us, and we messed up. Sometimes the only thing to do is own up. So here it is. Wayface Industries is sorry. I'll say it again. We are so, so super sorry about... The emergency evacuation at the Andy Wayface Memorial Underwater Casino. Nothing like this will ever happen again. This will be the last time you ever hear about... Millions in gold doubloons of investors' money being stolen by a pack of sea lions led by a mysterious eight-legged figure. Wayface is committed to you, our customers, and or our employees, and or the... American. People. We've shaped up. We're better now. And we're on our hands and knees begging for you to come back. We want you back. Please. Please come back. This was totally out bad, you guys. This ad is not legally admittance of fault and will bear no actual responsibility for what happened. Get out of here. I'm sleeping. Come on. Time to go. You get a lucky break. No charges. Nah. Ma'am? Look, buddy. The kind of shit that just went down, a lot of charges get filed against everyone involved. And I'm getting sprung without even a hearing? That's shady. Do you not want to leave the cell? Tell my benefactor I've had enough of cloak and dagger shit for one day. It's all right, officer. 
I'll see Detective Bentley out. As you will, President Duke. Hey, you. Thought you weren't showing your face on campus. I had to come back. Gotta explain some things. You're a stargazer, right? I dabble. Well, I can't believe I haven't taken you to see the observatory yet. And just look at the ceiling. The tile work to match the northern hemisphere is just exquisite. Dates back to 1895. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rich history of the institution you feel honor-bound to protect or whatever. Are you about to tell me this was all part of your master plan to strike your enemies from the school? You're giving off that vibe. Your thinking I had a master plan gives me too much credit, honestly. I didn't need a master plan. I just needed a new variable so I could step back and see what happened. An old friend from that retreat all those years ago fit the bill nicely. By the way, here. A resignation letter? This wasn't even about you getting your job back? Well, at first it was. I'm confused. See, I have a policy. If I'm going to be someone's fly in the ointment, I'd like to know why. Usually they tell me it's for the greater good. I guess you could say after a fashion it is. A bad man will lose his job in an extremely humiliating manner. Others will go more quietly. The school will get some wonderful new facilities out of its discretion. A good student will complete his education. Isn't that enough? Now check this shit out. Holy frijole! That's a mother of a telescope. A brochure refractor. Weighs over 20 tons. Certainly gives you quite a view. I would come here every night when I first arrived. Give myself a private tour of the universe. A piece of machinery like this at my school and I wouldn't have become a detective. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So what were you looking for? Confirmation of how small we all are. I came out here while you were gallivanting with Gabriel, and I was listening to his tape. And I realized that after all this, they would come back to me begging and pleading to save them. And I don't owe them shit. More importantly, I don't owe this school shit. After all of this, here's who I owe. Me. You're just gonna fuck things up and run away. Oh, I thought you'd be happy. That's the classic Brenda Bentley move, isn't it? It's different. You know it's not. I got tired of it. What they thought my job was. They thought it was feeding this beast. That's what life is. So they say that keep feeding the system. And keeping it fed is so pricey these days. The system's not good, even when good people are in charge. And it's not evil even when it's run by villains. No, Brenda, they made it like us. It grows and grows and grows. I tried serving it for a while, but it didn't work. Now, I choose to run away. I choose to stand outside. Maybe you could come with me. You know how to live on the road. Maybe we could do that. 
be an island, a bubble. Do whatever you want. Do I think you want a second chance? Sure. Do I believe a word you've said to me this whole time? Not on your life. <laughs> Not on your life. Were you always this cornball? Wouldn't you like to find out? See you around, Duke. I have one more question. How exactly did Charlie meet those board members in the first place? How do you think? Networking, after all, is one of the most important services we provide. If sometimes I have to step in and make an advantageous introduction, grease some palms, well, usually everyone is better off for it. That's a bribery thing, not a sex thing. Though, sometimes it could be a sex thing. Of course it is. What were you looking for in the telescope? Aliens. Maybe. Whatever it is, it's more than you'll ever see. Oh, well... I guess I'm gonna head over to that Motel 6. Figure I can trust you to lock up. Brenda. Thank you. All in a day's work. Enjoy thinking about how small you are. Mind if I join you? Howdy, Detective. So you had a lot of fun here. You've heard. I got woken up at midnight by an extremely irritated Isabel, ranting at me about fursuits and dick pics and the arts of seduction and car chases. That sounds like a pretty good night to me, honestly. But she was right about one thing. The morality clause still exists. On the other hand, I sent the police and a bunch of news organizations the evidence that ex-President Duke has been helping the board broker those love connections with the students. Hell, those sirens might be them right now. Or maybe not. It was a few hours ago. No shit. Oh, like Brenda Bentley hasn't encountered a femme fatale before. Please. I did my due diligence, got her to give her villain monologue, which of course I taped, spent most of the time I was here doing the dirty work of some forensic accounting, and bam, arrests. All the bad apples at the top, because Brenda Bentley is a good fucking detective. So what now? Gonna run off to the next one? Well, yes and no. I guess, I mean... I am leaving. Not really much for me to do around here, but I do owe some folks an answer. What answer? I have no idea. I don't think I'll know until I see her. If she even wants to see me. But it should... I should give it to her face to face. Least I can do. Besides can't keep running. Of course you can't. You'll get tired. <laughs> Besides, that was all bullshit to begin with. Oh, really? The Julie Capsum case. You sure stuck on that for ten years. Shouldn't have taken me ten years. But you kept at it. And introduced the world to Wayface brand dehydrated drinks for adults, which have made for some awesome parties here. Oh, boy. Yeah. Let everyone hear you say that. I can add corrupter of youth to national joke and skunk ape enthusiast. You're not a national joke. Tell it to now hold the phone. 
get over it. Look, maybe everyone, whoever the hell everyone is, is right about you. Doesn't mean you're not who you want to be as well. You can be both. You probably are both already. <laughs> Fair enough, kid. I'll see you around. Hey, sun's coming up. It's a new day here at Vienna College. So it is. I'm glad you go jogging at sunrise. It made this very dramatically appropriate. It is a new day for all of us. Hope you have a good one. Did you park here and jog around the block for this meetup? You'll never prove it! Wow, boss, that was a hell of a story. Wasn't it? None of that tells me what you changed the office Wi-Fi password to. Oh no. I completely forgot. Damn. Real anti-climax. Also, I don't believe a word you said. You did not have a car chase shootout on a college campus. But you believe the hammy Silver Age supervillain in Egypt. At most, I maybe believe a sexy hippie tricked you. Hurtful. I told you the emotional truth of my experience, which some might say is more true. I mean, what is objective truth? At least tell me what happened when you saw Bea again for the first time. I mean, did your heart stop? Did you look deeply into each other's eyes while a tri top 40 song played? Yes. Except the last bit. We'd never get the rights. It's been a while. Where were you? Outside, of course. Of course. I went... I went away. See, I, uh, I got lost in the woods, but I found my way out. And I'm ready. For what? To come back. To the show. <laughs> really? After all this time. Down. If there's a spot for me. When you learn love ain't gonna last. Simple as that? Simple as that. Okay. Arden Season 2, Episode 2, Brenda Bentley Measures Up, was written and directed by Christopher Dole and Sarah Golub. Our recording engineer was Ernesto Hurtado, and the episode was recorded at the Rebel Talk Network Studios in Los Angeles. It was edited by Christopher Dole and Bridge Gein. Our composer is Christopher Hatfield. Arden stars Tracy Syed, Michelle Agresti, Shannon Estabrook, Charlita Gaston, Benjamin Watts, our guest stars this week are Julia Shafini, Chad Ellis, Tal Manier, Daniel Mills, Jennifer Liao, Mike Bash. This episode featured the song This Too Shall Pass by Eric Holm. Listen to Eric's music all over the internet, including on Spotify and Apple Music. 
Arden was created and executive produced by Emily Vanderwerf, Christopher Dole, and Sarah Golub. Our co-executive producers are Chad Ellis, Libby Hill, and Ernesto Hurtado. Our logo is by Dylan Farr. This series is produced in Los Angeles County on the ancestral lands of the Tongva, Tataviam, and Chumash. Our website is ardenpodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. Do you like this show? Do you want to help us make more of it? There are so many ways you can do that. The quickest and easiest way is to toss us a few dollars on Patreon. You'll get access to early episodes, behind-the-scenes material, and episodic commentary. You can also, for a limited time only, still support us on Indiegogo, where we have a number of attractive perks available. You can buy special Arden-related merchandise on TeePublic, including a very festive Skunk Ape t-shirt. You can rate, review, and subscribe to the show wherever you found it. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and other platforms. Isabel, thank God. I've been waiting for an attorney for so long. I've been set up. Oh, I'm aware. Good. Then we can start planning the defense. Oh, I'm not your lawyer. I think you've drawn Lucius. Lucius? That pervert? Two of a kind, wouldn't you say? Oh, you love it. You sent me some very suggestive texts. That wasn't me. Me neither. I was hacked. God, you're so... You're such a shit. You weaken your argument with profanity! Yeah? Well, go stick it up your ass. This is fun! I should swear more often! But no matter what, congratulations on listening to the whole episode, gentle listeners! You did it! As always, our key grip was Tracy Syed, who said, Get over here, you tall drink of kombucha! Join us next time for more adventures in Arden. Thank you, and good night. This week, and every week, we'd like to thank our executive producer donors, Amy Tate, Danny Bell, and DJ Sutherland, who are more than just good people. They're the best. This week, we'd like to thank our Indiegogo backers, Andrea Klassen, Andrea Reher Odom, Andrew Bloom and Woodbridge, Arian Laxo, Aurora Martinez del Rio, Ben Leatham, Benjamin Caldwell, Benjamin Gemmel, Bethan York, Bethany Bernhard, Bob Ramonda, Brenda Bentley's Left Shoe, Brian Allred, and Brittany Albizzo, all who won big at the Andy Wayface Memorial Underwater Casino! Before, of course, Incident? The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings, I'm Bernard. And I'm Magenta. You might know us from such hit podcasts as Madame Magenta, Sonna's Mystica. Horror anthology Magenta Presents. Or season three of Mockery Manor. We're everywhere. And we're spreading faster than an STD in an old folks' home. Because now we have a brand new podcast. Wham! Wham! 
It's a fun acronym that stands for We Have a Movie. Oh, it's not just an acronym, Bernard. It's not. It's a chat podcast where we invent smash hit Hollywood movies based on popular toys. If you like the Barbie movie and you want to see similar treatments of your favourite childhood toys, I'll wager you'll like Wham! With episodes on Polly Pocket, Rubik's Cube, Game Boy, Strawberry Shortcake, Furby, Connect Four, and lots of other nostalgia bait. But it's not just for adults who still like toys. It's a podcast for anyone who loves Hollywood tropes and comedy. And quantum mechanics. And BDSM. Wham! has something for everyone, but is still specifically about movies. That's Wham! W-H-A-M. You know, like when Batman punches someone. Yes. Adam West. That Batman. Exactly. Not the Christopher Nolan one. No. Download it anywhere you listen to podcasts. That's what the world needs, another movie podcast. Was that clear? Maybe I shouldn't have mentioned quantum mechanics. Mm.